Hey everyone, and welcome to March 12, 2018. This is the Spirit of Aya and your host, Sarai Darbondi. And been taking a break for a while. Um, I hopped on back yesterday. I, what have I been thinking about? Um, lots of shifts are happening in my life. Um, just rethinking some things, grounding myself. Um, a little bit of an update on the documentary. Um, you know, this is kind of turning out a lot harder than I thought it would. Um, and I'm trying to think of ways to kind of take, you know, matters into my own hands. Um, I'm on the hunt right now for some really good footage from Peru. Um, I need that. I need that. I need that. (laughs) We need that for our trailer. So, um, if you know anybody who has footage of Peru, let me know. (laughs) Um, because we want to make the trailer, uh, you know, really good so we can launch a crowdfunding source. Um, so I've been thinking about that. Um, and, uh, I've kind of, for some reason, I don't know why I've been distancing myself a little bit just from like the plant medicine community. And when I say distancing, I mean distancing for like a week. And for me, that's pretty much, that's distancing because this is, this has become, you know, my, my alternative life. Um, I try to keep my professional life and my plant, the, my interest in plant medicine, I try to put that in a personal category. Um, and yeah, so, you know, kind of just talking about this, this situation here, um, being able to talk about plant medicine safe, safely, um, feeling that, you know, um, you know, for those who really believe in it, um, it can be hard sometimes when talking about it with others and they really don't understand. Um, they look at it as another way to get high. Um, they, they just, there's so much fear and misunderstanding with it. Um, which is completely understandable. Um, I will say this, you know, it really isn't for everybody. Um, I think there's, um, I think some people naively get into it and somehow it just works out for them. Um, and then, um, you know, and I think it this really, I think this really has to do with where ayahuasca is in the Western world and context, because if we all grew up in Peru and the tribes and everything like that, any time would be a good time, you know, but unfortunately that's not how this works. Um, and you know, a lot of us who are interested in the medicine, um, there, there does need to be a significant amount of, I believe like preparation work done. And there doesn't seem to be this, uh, set up in the Western world for it. Um, for whatever reason, um, you can pretty much decide to go to a ceremony and just show up and see how it goes. Um, and 
there are barriers though. Like if you're on certain medications, you can't go. Um, there's a lot of medical factors that will keep you from going. Um, and uh, I mean, and this isn't just, of course I've done this segment before. This isn't to scare anyone. Um, it's just kind of, you never really know what the medicine is going to do for somebody. Obviously she works very well. You know, it's like you have your own little personal therapist for six hours telling you all your stuff. Um, but not everyone's ready for that, you know? So I don't think the the question is like, it's going to be a perfect ceremony. Everything is going to be great. You know, because the truth is all of that is already taken care of. You know, I think it's a matter of, you know, what's going to happen after ceremony and what's going to happen after ceremony and how is someone going to integrate their new thoughts, feelings, and like, you know, pretty much the chaos and crisis that sometimes happens after a ceremony. Meaning it can be totally blissful and you have all this information, but you have to go... This is the issue that I keep seeing. People have to go back into this Western society, right? If you're living in the Perus of, the Perus of, the jungles of Peru, it's different. You get to go integrate with Mother Nature. Here in the Western world, we have to integrate with cars, corporate world, Donald Trump, you know, not to blame anything. I'm not blaming anything. We all get to take responsibility for our own lives, but it's kind of like this layer. I think that because if you, if you think about it, um, it's, it's kind of like this strange duality that occurs with ayahuasca. You're given all the answers yet you're transplanted back into this really chaotic Western world. And honestly, um, it can, I really do believe it's very confusing for somebody who doesn't have a mentor, a guide. Um, I think maybe this is something that, that the plant medicine community is looking over um, or glossing over, not really paying attention to it. Because, you know, when you go on the Facebook feeds, a lot of people end up having these conversations like, you know, the world's fucked up all these things. Um, and I, you know, I've realized that I think I've kind of been in this mentality recently, but now I'm starting to realize like, you know, I think mother, like if she gives you answers, she gives you them for a reason. So, um, we're, we're here to do something with it, not just to sit and kind of hoard the information and be angry and bitter, but really to, put it into action to manifest it. I think with the spring equinox like occurring, everyone's coming out of their dark into their light and um like you know, it's time to work. Right? We've been I've I know I've been in a hibernation, a lot of people have been in a hibernation. And so like life is meant to be challenging at times um because you grow from it. Not in an abusive way, but like in a way that stretches your soul so that you can teach yourself. And by teaching ourselves and overcoming ourselves, we implicitly teach others how to overcome themselves. Because if they see somebody who has an idea, they follow through, you know, that's an instant learning lesson for the world. 
you know, I think, you know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't sound like it, but I mean, I think subconsciously we're all teaching each other through our behavior, right? If we see somebody do something, we're like, oh, okay, that must be normal, you know? So, um, so, um, or it's possible and I know I can get tangential on these podcasts and I, and I know that's okay. So I opened up with like, right. So ayahuasca and the, I I talked about it yesterday in the third dimension today. I'm mentioning the Western world, but I do think this is a topic that kind of needs to be addressed as a community. If we're really going to bring this plant medicine to this world in an accessible way and actually have it as a, a part of functioning medicine, because we definitely can't have people going into ceremony and, uh, and then feeling lost and confused in this world. You know, that's not really fair. That's a lot. That's like, well, I guess that's a blocking belief. That's not fair. But like, that's why a lot of people actually come to ceremony is because they're lost and confused and they come out of ceremony with all these answers and they have no one to integrate with. They, and they just continue to be lost and confused. It's really can be really become like a mind, uh, like hamster wheel. And I'm really talking about the people who, especially the people who come to ceremony with needing to resolve trauma because the trauma of their past has already been confusing enough. And then, you know, it's like, it can be a complete whirlwind. Their world is turned upside down and, you know, um, so yeah. So this paradox of talking about plant medicine and integrating it and it being a part of the Western model. And, um, I don't think at this point there needs to be a question whether ayahuasca can be a part of adjunct or integrative medicine. Um, because it's the consumer's choice. You know, if we're going to put this in a framework of the Western world and how this is working, it truly is the consumer's choice, right? Risk or not. And it's just kind of like, our doctors recommending this. And I think at this point, most people are pretty smart to realize like, just cause your doctor doesn't recommend it really doesn't mean anything. Um, because people are getting smarter. They're reading books, they're Googling, they're asking people. Um, you know, I think the white coat authority is kind of being broken down and people are beginning to understand that Western doctors are taught a certain way. You know, so when you go to your Western doctor, you're expecting Western answers. But, you know, if you went to your naturopath, you would expect different answers because they're trained differently. So there's different theories. There's different ways to think about this. And I think just understanding like where, where, where is right now it's underground. So I think if we just took a survey on where is ayahuasca in our community it's kind of, it's kind of nowhere to be found unless you know somebody. It's kind of nowhere to be found. It's not like you could, you know, it's, it's one, it's probably one or two in a community that are running a fully functioning ceremony that they're making sure participants are safe, you know, all of these things. And then you have your individual 
shamans that are sprinkled around the state. Um, and you could usually find them either by via website or word of mouth. And, um, it's very isolated right now. It's not like it's not widely available. Uh, I guess that poses another question. Does it have to be widely available? Would that be, would that be better? Would that be worse? Like who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I think at this point, my goal with the documentary is really to share the stories of ayahuasca that people, you know, of people who have sat with mother, what their experiences have been, and really to offer like, you know, um, information, you know, like to be informed, um, to have an idea of how all of this works, um, for, especially for newcomers who just have no idea what this community or this medicine is all about. Um, but so anyway, so if we're going to have it like in this integrative model, we kind of, it's not really set up like that right now. It's really, um, it's really isolated. And I think that's kind of my goal with the podcast. That's the goal with the YouTube, the blog, the, the, um, uh, the documentary is to have a media space, to have a media platform about how all this information is getting, um, filtered out to people and, um, and kind of to start these strange conversations. I mean, if you, if you think about it, it's strange because they're not everyday conversations. We're not programmed to think this way. Um, I think once you actually sit with mother, you realize that these are the conversations that most of us remember, you know, it's all about remembering who you actually are and not being this, you know, but then you have to take the remembrance of who you are and somehow bring it back to this world. You know, you have to integrate it. You have to, um, Cause you know, a lot of people go through a phase where they're angry and they're bitter and they're just like, so they're just like, so distraught with this world. I mean, you know, like I said, just look at who our president is, you know, like how can you not be slightly angry? And at the same time, you know, what, what are we doing about it? Um, well, you can get, I mean, you can get stuck in blaming external you know, people, things, whatever. And then you just give your power away. And, you know, we're not, we're not here to give our power away. We're here to remember the, the, the power of our true essence and how can we, you know, implement that in everyday life. Um, so I don't have a car for you today cause I'm doing this on the go. Um, but I really hope everyone has a good day. I am, have not been good at updating the YouTube or the blog. I need to, uh, I need to make like some sort of schedule for that. And I will, um, but you can count on me being on here back on 365 days a week. I can't promise I won't take another break at some time. Um, but that's okay. Right? So I will see you guys back here tomorrow, Tuesday, March 13th, 2018.